0: Do you experience arthritic pain at night, stiffness that seems to wake you up, or maybe it's difficult to even fall asleep? If you're wondering why and what to do if you do experience pain at night so you can actually sleep through the night, this video is for you. I am a physical therapist if we haven't met before. I specialize in helping people with osteoarthritis. Now, I want you to know that pain at night is very, very common. But there are some things you can do to improve it so that you can get more restful sleep. Now, sleep is incredibly important, especially when you have osteoarthritis, because the less sleep you get or the poorer sleep that you get, the more sensitive you can become to pain, which can increase your pain, increase your irritation. So it is so important to get quality sleep. I'm going to tell you today five strategies that you can use to help improve your sleep even with arthritis. So let's get into it.
1: You're listening to the Adventuring with Osteoarthritis podcast. Do you want to learn how to live an active life with osteoarthritis, hear inspiring stories from others just like you, and find out the best ways to naturally tackle joint pain? This podcast has you covered. There are so many possibilities that your healthcare provider may not be telling you about and surgery isn't always the answer. This podcast is not medical advice. Now, here's your host, doctor of physical therapy and osteoarthritis specialist, Alyssa Kewen. Number one is
0: actually one that surprises a lot of people. One reason for pain at night and one way to prevent it is to watch overdoing it. I was just talking with someone recently who was dealing with occasional knee pain at night. Now, this pain would keep her up. It would also wake her up throughout the night. And I've always tell people, when you experience night pain, especially if it's occasional, think about the day that you just had, the activities you did, maybe the foods you ate, Or sometimes even the day previous if you're all of a sudden had an increase in activity maybe you're trying new workouts or experiencing with some new movement or you're just moving a lot more than you usually do that overactivity can lead to pain at night now unfortunately sometimes it's in a trial and error scenario so she was thinking trying to tie her pain to something What she didn't realize was, until we started talking, that the night that she had most recently experienced night pain, she had tried to increase the amount she was moving because she thought movement is great, and it is. But she went from moving occasionally throughout the day to now setting a timer and getting up every 20 minutes and she was up for 20 minutes. And then she'd rest for 20 minutes and that went on throughout the day. And that was a lot more movement than she typically did. And that did lead to some pain at night. When it comes to movement, movement is great for osteoarthritis, but when we have a sudden increase in movement or a sudden increase in activity that's out of the norm, it can lead to some pain. Now, ideally you would gradually increase that movement. So for her, we would look at gradually increasing to maybe getting up every hour being up for a few minutes, and then resting for a few minutes. Decreasing the amount of volume that she's spending moving around to allow her joints to gradually get used to more activity. Same thing goes when you're starting maybe a new workout program. Gradually starting for about 15 minutes of extended workout, depending on what it is. So your knees can gradually get used to it because sometimes it may feel okay during, but then you may notice an increase in night pain or pain after said activity, even hours after the activity. So we have to be aware that doing too much activity can actually lead to some night pain. So if you are experiencing night pain, think about your activity levels and see if that may have an impact. Now, if it does, just think about trying to pace your activities, trying to think about reducing certain volume if it's walking a certain distance, Reducing that down to a more tolerable level and then working your way up. Now, on the opposite end of this, number two is not moving enough. So I get it definitely is a balance. We don't want to do too much, but we also don't want to do enough. or we also want to make sure we're doing enough. So. We want to avoid long periods of inactivity, long periods of sitting, long periods of even standing or laying down. Spending a long time, in my mind, in like an hour, is a long time. So you want to at least have some sort of movement. And the movement is not always getting up. You can just simply kick your leg out, you can lift your legs up, you can do things sitting down to help induce some of that movement. That doesn't always involve getting up and going for a walk because I know that that's not always feasible. And if walking is painful or standing is painful, starting with some seated things can really be helpful. You want to keep that fluid moving. We want to keep that blood moving because what that blood is doing is pumping out the cells that maybe are causing irritation, pumping out the cells that don't need to nestle into our joints and keep them moving our muscles help to pump fluid out especially if you're prone to swelling swelling can lead to stiffness and then that can lead to more irritation so we want to keep moving as much as possible but in ways that aren't going to flare up your pain so i have a couple seated videos if you have not tried the four day movement challenge i highly recommend starting there You'll get all sorts of ideas of different arthritis-friendly movements. And I'm gonna put that link down below to join. It's totally free. So you do wanna make sure that you're moving enough. This could include a 15-minute workout. This could include a 60-minute workout. But we also have to look at the frequency in the, that other 12 hours that you're up, that other 11 hours that you're up. Are you frequently moving? Again, doesn't have to be getting up. just moving those painful joints in ways that don't flare up pain. So check out that four-day challenge if you haven't. Number three can be helpful when you are experiencing pain. One thing you can do is try heat. A lot of times heat can be more beneficial than ice for people that have chronic pain. It does move into a personal preference. If you are a person who likes ice and ice works for you, that is okay. You can use ice before bed. Heat can help to, re- help to induce relaxation. Muscles can get really tight, really tense, especially when they're painful or in a sense of maybe overactivity. Heat can help to induce that relaxation and help to ideally reduce irritation. But the heat or ice debate, sometimes it comes down to a personal preference, but if you haven't tried heat, I would recommend at least giving it a go. Never fall asleep with either of them with heat or ice. They can cause burns and all sorts of things. So you do wanna make sure that you are up when you're using these, and usually for about 10 to 20 minutes, and then it does depend on how cold or how hot, what you're using is. So there's not really a magic time. It's just whatever feels good to you. But using either one of those can be helpful when it comes to trying to fall asleep. Some people even mentioned taking a hot shower, taking a hot maybe Epsom salt bath. That can also work in the same way. Number four is also one that can help immediately. And that is some topical ointments or topical pain creams. Voltaren tends to be a common one that a lot of people like when they have osteoarthritis, but please keep in mind that everyone's going to respond differently. So just because it works for someone doesn't particularly guarantee it's going to work for you. A lot of times these are pretty inexpensive, so they can be very helpful in reducing pain, for $20, $30 maybe. I would recommend before you try one of these that you try it during the day first. Make sure you don't have any side effects, any rashes, any abnormal things going on. Before trying one of these though, although they're over the counter, you do want to check with your doctor, especially if you are taking some other prescription medications or have certain health conditions because some of them do have ingredients that may... Interact or may cause adverse reactions to certain medications and to people with certain conditions. So I would check with your doctor first before starting one of those, but they can be very helpful when it comes to finding pain relief in the moment. So that is one thing that you can check out. There are all kinds, there are CBD creams, there are um, over-the-counter creams, Biofreeze, Icy Hot, Whatever you prefer and whatever works for you. But please keep in mind, you may need to try one or two before finding one that works for you. Okay, lastly, when we're talking about improving pain at night when it comes to osteoarthritis, I would say this may be the most important one. And this can be one that is simple when you're thinking about it, but may not be the easiest to do, which is why I'm glad you're here because number five is trying to control your pain during the day, which I know you're probably like, well, duh, I'd love to do that. Well, what happens when you're in a chronic state of high levels of pain, your nervous system is working on overdrive, trying to process all the pain signals. You may be tense, you may be anxious, Your body is in a constant state of what's called fight or flight, but you just are on all the time. When this happens, you can be more sensitive to pain. You can be more sensitive to irritability, You may also not have a whole lot of motivation to get up and move. And you may also have all sorts of things running through your mind, and you're not particularly in a state to relax and try to go to sleep. I do have a video that has five things to help with pain control when it comes to osteoarthritis. But there are a couple of ways that we already mentioned that can help you control your pain. So for example, number one, if you avoid overdoing it, if you know what your joints can handle, avoid continuing to press into and over that threshold. For example, if you know that walking one mile really flares your hip. Continuing to push and try to walk a mile every day because you want to get better at it is not particularly the way to go, especially if you know that's what flares your pain up significantly. Dial it back, try a half mile, because we don't want to keep pushing into those higher levels of pain. Movement is great, but sometimes more it is not always better. We need movements that our joints are going to like. Also, that frequency in movement, trying to find those movements that your joints like and be fairly frequent with them, so you aren't continuing to push into that pain, aren't continuing to cause significant stiffness. Food also can play a part when it comes to controlling pain. If you know your joint is sensitive to sugar, or if you know your joint is sensitive to certain foods, Keep that in mind. And if you aren't particularly aware of that, think about, again, when you're experiencing night pain, what did you change this day? Did you eat something different? Did you try something different? Did you, again, not move as much, move too much? These things can help you controlling your pain. Now, you can use heat, you can use ice, you can use topical pain creams during the day. The more time that you can spend, out of pain, that allows your nervous system to relax. Now again, I know it's probably much easier said than done, but if we think about and finding these ways, going to that video, you'll see five strategies on how to help reduce arthritis pain. Give some of these a try, have an open mind and in trying things like meditation, trying other relaxation tactics these things can help you reduce your pain levels. We just don't want to be in that constant high level pain because that may disrupt your sleep. That may make sleeping hard if you're not able to relax, if your nervous system's firing on all cylinders. Trying to use some of these factors but then also trying to take matters into your own hands as far as Diet, the foods you're eating, and the amount you're moving can be very, very powerful when it comes to sleeping and osteoarthritis. I know that sleeping can be very difficult, and there are other strategies that you can implement, but these are the five I would start looking at and seeing if you can modify or change any of the habits that you're currently doing. A big takeaway from this is just being aware of what changed. Think about the nice thing you experienced pain. Ask yourself, what changed? It might not always be the most obvious, but if we start becoming aware of these habits, then we can start to change them. I hope this was helpful. Check out that free four-day challenge down below if you haven't already. It's an arthritis-friendly workout challenge. Thank you so much for watching. Hit that red subscribe button down below if you enjoyed this, and put a comment down below and let me know what you think.
1: Thanks for listening to the Adventuring with Osteoarthritis podcast. If this podcast has brought you hope and inspiration, make sure to hit the subscribe button and leave a review. Also, if you're looking for more information on how to start your own arthritis adventure, head to www.keeptheadventurealive.com or follow me on YouTube by searching Alyssa Arthritis Adventure. That's A-L-Y-S-S-A, Arthritis Adventure. We'll see you next time.